Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, my friends. I'm so excited to talk to our next guest because I've watched his career for decades now. All of us have, especially if you grew up in the 80s and the 90s. He truly was one of the biggest stars in television, film, and nightclubs. One of the most memorable cast members of Saturday Night Live when that show was in its heyday. And I remember him doing his flawless impersonation of Frank Sinatra. And you knew that Frank Sinatra loved it too. He's done Broadway and got his start in radio. He's back on the radio, and I'm always happy when he calls me to come on his show on 970 AM, The Answer, the most listened-to radio program in the New York area. He also supports so many charities and loves giving back to the community, so I'm proud to call him a friend and grateful that he's here today. So let's bring him on. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for one of America's favorites, Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo, how are you, my friend? Janice Dean, the most loved person on the planet, I am honored to be with you on your podcast. How cool is this, Janice? You're not working enough, though. You're up at like 3 o'clock in the morning, maybe 2 o'clock in the morning, doing weather, and now you you got your own show. I love this, Janice Well, Dean. I, you know what? I got my start in radio. I think you did, too, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing, and I love it. It's the most intimate medium. As we talk right now, I, I we hope that all the good folks kind enough to listen to us, they know we're talking right to them. They yes. Feel it. They got and I, and my morning show and the morning show. We do the weekend show with the Sundays with Sinatra show. It's like people. I, I've never, you know, Janice. It's a great observation because I've never felt that close to an audience as I have mm. with radio. So we did this tour. We went to Italy, you know, a sponsored tour in Italy. And you know what? We went with seventy of my closest radio listeners. So we all went and we became a family. It's like a great new journey for me. And you knew it. I guess you know. I guess the way we started it was the right way to start in radio absolutely first of all i want to be part of that group that goes to italy next time can you let me know are you kidding me oh, we would you, be I, so honored i am not joking i am not oh, joking you're on, you're on. you okay. know where we're going we went we went all over italy we it was great and i'm telling you two bus loads of folks and and then yes and then we're, we're gonna be so popular we're going back we're gonna do nape flying to naples go down to sorrento and spend some time in sorrento and this time go to Sicily. So I'm putting I'm writing a note to myself. Janice Dean to oh. Italy. Done deal. Done deal. When is that happening? Because I have to mark it in my calendar. <laughs> you know, we'll let you know, but it could be as early as this spring. Okay. And we'll, they're working on it now. Are you kidding me? We, you would be perfect because you know, I, you're a people person and this is what I love about you. You are sunshine. You are Aww. bright. All that you went through, all we, and we know what you go through in your life and you keep it positive. And you're my go-to by the way, with Carly and Todd on Fox and Friends first, uh, you're up before I'm up, and I turn you guys on first when I before I go on my radio show at 6 a.m., so we appreciate that. But you're always so up and positive that early in the morning. But so are you. I'm talking to yeah. a sunny person as well. 
<laughs> right? I'm trying. Taking the high road. We take the high road, and that's the way to go. And when we're on the radio, and I, I'll get fired up sometimes, but as I go through the litany of the, the day, but sometimes I'll open the morning show, Janice, with just the silly stuff that I did, that everybody does. You yeah. know, just getting up, taking care of the kids, going back and forth with the kids, doing the chores around the house. They like to hear that. Of course. And, then, and when you go to the news, it's so dark and negative mm-hmm. a lot of the time. You still try to say, look, well, there's a solution to it. And by the end of the show, out of the four hours we do every morning, we try to come up with a solution. So people just don't think we're whining and complaining yeah. the whole time, you know, although we do our share of that. Don't get me wrong. No, you know? I know, but you have to. There has to be a little levity. I, I think of the weather like that sometimes. Obviously, we have yeah, to yes. report on the storms yes. that are coming. Uh, but, yeah. you know, to talk to the folks outside, it's my favorite thing to do. And and yeah, we need that, that because people are awesome. People want to help each other. I believe that most people are good people. We are a great people. We and I always look at us as God's children on earth. And when we go, when I go out, for example, this week alone, we start. I was out in Long Island. Said, Joe, we need you in Long Island. There's a sponsor in Long Island wants to meet you. I took a couple hours uh, from my house in Jersey. Went to Long. Every good person, every person I met, they were so nice and they were so pleasant. And then, and then we went. Listen, I'm so proud to tell you this because I always try to help out the at-risk community. That's been a mantra mm-hmm. of mine for about 25 years now. Helping out at-risk, you know, stressed areas. Whether it's Newark, and we bought Newark back at Camden, New Jersey. Now they're doing, they're going in Philadelphia, a place called the Liguri Academy, which is a nonprofit that helps kids in the Kensington area, which is having a tough time there. We bring the kids out of Kensington, we bring them into this academy. Everybody was there helping out. Why? Because they wanted to help out, and that's why I, I don't like. I, it gets me upset. When I see the negativity, and every we're always told how bad we are. I think they try to divide us, Janice Dean, and it takes folks like yourself and myself, hopefully, to bring us all together and to say it to everybody. We're good people. We love each other. Yeah. You're spreading the word. You're spreading the sunshine, Joe. <laughs> try it. To, I'm trying to. <laughs> I, love, Lord knows. I love radio. I think, you know, I'm very blessed to do the television stuff, and I love Fox and Friends. Yeah. I love Steve Ainsley yeah. Bryan. I love seeing the folks. But... There is something very special about radio. It's very intimate. You're talking to your friends. And, you know, I think people get to know you better. Yeah, it, it, there's no other way. And I didn't realize it until we go out and we do, like I go out and do um, appearances. I, personally, I do the show. We do the mm-hmm. whole show. I, now I bring my kids with me. I mean, it's 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 only me. I'm such a, a dedicated dad or a dorky dad. You know, I always, you're doubting dad. Let me put it that way. You know, always love. And I know you feel the same way. And it's like, so I bring the kids with me on stage. But when I meet, I've never had this where people will come up to me and they'll be like nervous. And I never had that. View. Usually it's like, Hey, Joe, how are you? You know what I mean? Jersey style. Joey! Joey! Like that, you know? And, I, and I'm right there, right from across the street in New York. Joey! But now, people come up to me, and they're, and they're like, nervousing. Joe, I'd listen to you every morning. I, and you, you are part of their life. Yes. I never experienced. And it's such an enlightening part of radio. And I think, I really think, and if I can get into the weeds a little bit, as we work at AM 970, Salem Media in New York, but then we work with, uh, uh, and Jerry Crowley's my boss, but because he meets John Katsimatidis, John buys a station called WABC in New York. Yeah. There's a platform and a, and a love fest going on. Before it was all competition. It's not like that now. Mm. We're all together, all for love of country, love of people, helping out nonprofits. I'm so proud to be part of this journey. You're a natural at it though. I mean, you have a great voice. You have an incredible personality as well. 
And it's great to, that you're reaching out even to more millions of people, Janice Dean. It, it, it's so vital nowadays. It is so vital because it's all about dividing us and negativity. We will not let that happen. We should have the Sunshine Club. Janice, oh, let's do I the love Sunshine Club. Oh, yes. I, we'll travel. We'll take it on the road, Joe. Me and you. I see the posters. <laughs> This is great. Are you kidding me? And I'm, oh, and I'm, I'm serious about Italy, too. Oh, well, I am serious, when, too. When you travel and then you get on the plane and then you're on the plane, you're about to start the embark and you talk it about the tour, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, with, with my friend Steve Perillo and we go and we and now I'm on the plane. And then now somebody next to me, hey, you're Joe Piscopo. You go, yeah, hi, how you doing? He goes, I'm on the tour with you, you know? <laughs> now you're on the tour, and you're, you know what? And if you're like I am, you embrace it, where you're from, how you're doing, you become family. Yes. It's, you are such a natural with that. I promise you, I'm going to let you know. Oh, they I would can't be wait. We'd be, we, we can co sponsor it. Fox and Friends, <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, and the oh. radio, it's just uh, boom. I know. Boom. I, I feel oh, like we should be celebrating. So We're celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> See you in Sorrento, right? It's I like that. Love oh, it. I love it. And we'll be back with more of the Janice Dean podcast right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We got to talk about your career. I I yeah. don't watch Saturday Night Live like I used to. When you were on it, it was must see yeah. TV. Well, how yeah. do you feel about it? I I know you're the sunny guy, and you're probably saying, "Listen, you know, <laughs> they need to keep going as long as they can, right?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's and you know, you're like I am too, very loyal, and I I, I don't want to say anything negative, but right. I do say there's some opportunities. And well, let me put it this way: when we went on, we just we couldn't compete. We followed the original cast of Danny Acker. I just saw Danny two days ago. I uh, love him. He's Brothers. a fellow Canadian. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? He and he is a comic ge- a true comic genius, and he's the captain of the Starship SNL. He really is. Everybody yeah. loves Danny and Jimmy Belushi and Danny go out and do the blues brothers in yep. the name of John and and we were there helping out the the Liguri Academy actually so when I is when I we followed that great cast we followed Danny and Chevy Chase and John Belushi and Billy Murray and it was impossible so I remember we had uh, Dick Ebersole was our producer yep. who came in and said let's just be funny because we can't compete with the brilliant writing of the previous cast and we couldn't Janice you couldn't you got to know and right and it was the 80s the tone changed a little bit after Watergate, after Vietnam. So we just said, let's be funny. And that's where we went. Now, they said to me, you are going to do a parody of Frank Sinatra. And I'm going like, uh, not so much. I don't think so. <laughs> you didn't want to do it? My- <laughs> no, he was my hero. Oh, and but- my father told me, my father, my he true, my true number one hero, my my dad, rest his soul. And he would say, "You're gonna go into entertainment, then you got to use this guy as your role model because you're a North Jersey Italian American." That's Frank Sinatra. And I go, "Wow!" So now I I kind of hemmed and hawed because I didn't want to insult him. What I did was I wrote a letter to Frank Sinatra through his attorney at the time, Mickey Rudin. Mister Sinatra, you're a hero to the family, to the Italian American community, and one of the greatest entertainers of all time. I love you. I'm not gonna make uh, fun. We're gonna ha- just do it as a parody. If there is a problem, Mister Sinatra, I will. 
will cease and desist immediately, yes. I told them. In the letter, never heard back. I started doing the impression. It caught on. I did it the next week. It caught on. But it was, you know what? I protected the Sinatra name, which is royalty to some of us, you know? Yep. And I protected it, and he knew it. And you know what? He went on to call me and refer to me as the vice chairman of the board. Is <laughs> oh that the my- wild? I know. I mean, I know. You- I know. Ah. Uh- I don't even know what to say. That's just, that's royalty. <laughs> he, he was great. He was great. And the joke goes, and everybody knows it. When I met him, I was so scared. Uh, it was Dick Cavett who introduced me. Uh, Joe Piscopo, Frank Sinatra. I could not say a word. And Mr. S goes, Mr. S goes, hey, Joe, baby, how are you? I like that. You know, Frank said, hey, baby, how are you? Like that. And I and I said, whoa. I said, now he's being, I said, can I call you Frank? And he said, no. So it was <laughs> Wasn't that great, though? He was the best. The rest is sold. He was the best. And just to plug, if I may, Janice Dean, Sunday, Sundays with Sinatra show, if you just Google Joe Piscopo, you'll see where you could listen to that on our sister station, WABC, over there. We just have so much fun just celebrating the, you know what, positive energy. Yeah. All great things about one of the great entertainers of all time. I so just, that was from Saturday Night Live, yeah. I, I, and the music that we listen to today can never it just can never live up to the music back I, then. You know, I I don't want to. You know, I know you're being sure positive, like, but we have to be truthful. Yeah, it, it's so truthful. The way what Mr. Sinatra did, and no one has done, and I only know it because every week, as we speak now, I have to prepare for the Sunday show, and I take it so seriously because it's the Frank Sinatra name yep. and the Sinatra family. He just would embrace every single word that he said, every lyric that he sang was from his heart, and he would just embrace. And, and no one does. It was like he would act out. Uh, a three-minute play. That's what Frank Sinatra did in every song. And if you, and I have kids calling me at 12 years old. They're 15 years old. My kids love it. They understand it. It's like they don't do it now. The way he, the the respect and love for uh, you know the songwriters. And that's mm-hmm. what Frank Sinatra, Cole Porter, uh, Harold Arlen, Johnny Mercer, all these great great writers of these great songs. And that's what Frank Sinatra is about. But going back to Saturday Night Live, if I may, Janice, yes. quickly. It's a, that's another thing with Eddie Murphy. Eddie would go like this and this was back in the 80s and he would go to the tune of just being funny he goes oh i think i'm gonna do uh buckwheat he says to me and i remember exactly where i was what office i was in we're in producer's office and he looked at me and said i'm doing buckwheat i said ed and he's 19 years old a comic genius one of the greatest kids you'll ever meet and we just hit it off and he was i was like an older brother i said eddie uh it might be a little uh racist i'm doing it he would say i'm doing it and eddie only eddie murphy could do it. it And he owned it, and he did it, and it was history, and it was so fun to watch. And you know what? When I did the impression of Ronald Reagan, I said, well, I like Ronald Reagan. I mean, I was a lifelong, at the time, lifelong blue dog Democrat, but I loved Ronald Reagan. I said, I want to do Ronald You know, we did it. We had fun with it. We weren't mean-spirited. And I I think that's, that's the key, and that's what people will remember of that time, Janice. Did you ever hear from him? He invited me to the White House. Oh! I know. Listen, listen. But honestly, listen, this was, I got to tell you if I may, but, uh, not to make it too long of a story. No, keep I going. I get invi- invited to the White House. I'm doing Ronald Reagan. And we're having, we're doing like lighthearted comedy. Like when he, he went in, into Granada. 
And we had Ronald Reagan doing a press conference going, uh, next, we're going into Switzerland. You know, it was like, you know, jokes like that. But mild, fun jokes. I get invited to the White House, and I go down, and, I, and I'm and i getting seen now. Now, this was this is all true. We, it was like a, a big state dinner, and I was there, and I met everybody. And then I, afterwards, we're walking around the White House. I'm amazed. I'm not even 30 years old, and I'm invited down to it. And people are saying, I remember the Washington Post was saying, hey, Piscopo, you're a Democrat. What are you doing? down here. I said, I don't know. I don't know why I was invited. So now I'm, I'm walking around aimlessly in the White House. After the dinner, I catch Ronald Reagan himself and he's not, I didn't even see Secret Service. All I remember is him by a fire in like toward the East Room section of the White House. And I, I go, I look around, I go, wow, let me go meet the man. Oh and I gosh. went and I, I went up to him and I said, Mr. President, I'm Joe Piscopoma, new member on Saturday Night Live. Uh, honored to be here, sir, and honored to meet you. He shook my hand and I have to tell you, and not to be political, but when you shake someone's hand, you could tell this Janice Dean, this, that was the warmest handshake I've ever had. I believe you could it. Feel, you could feel the presence of the man, the greatness of the man, the warmth of this gentleman, Ronald Reagan. And he shook my hand and, and I didn't know what to, he said, Joe, nice to meet you. Like that. Now, now there's a fire going. It's just me and him. I don't, I panic again. I don't know what to say. And I go, uh, nice fire, Mr. President. <laughs> I go, nice fire. He goes like this. He goes, uh, well, Joe, we got people to do that for us. Like that. <laughs> okay. And I walked away, a fan, and I then I turned around. I turned around. I said, great to meet you, and Mr. President. I turned around right there. In my face was the one, the only Nancy. Aww. And she said two words to me. She said two words to me. Look me right in the eye. Hello, Joe. Oh. And I knew exactly why I was there. And this is what this is what I think. I think Frank Sinatra said, "Look, we got this kid on SNL doing me." Frank would say that to, and and Mr. Sinatra would say that to Ronnie, right? Mm -hmm. And and he's doing you. Invite him down. Let him meet <gasps> Ronnie and let him know what it's. That's what because Nancy and Mr. Sinatra were very close friends. And it, you know what? It worked. I became. I changed my whole political outlook because I met the guy, and he was so warm Isn't and wonderful. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Yes. I mean, you know I what? believe it. Truly, when I think of Ronald Reagan, I don't even think about Republican or That's Democrat. Right. I don't. That's exactly right. That's exactly because right. Because he did I reach yeah. uh, beyond the aisles. He really was. And, and when you, again, I cannot tell you when you meet somebody like that, because you and I, I mean, again, being positive people, you still, there's some people you meet, you go, okay, you got it. You know, you, they're mm -hmm. there for, uh, not for really helping the people. He was heart and soul. I believe it. In love with the United States of America, Ronald Reagan was. And he, and he had a way to do it. For him to be so close to Tip O'Neill at the time, the Speaker of the House, yes. they would, they would hang out. And oh. it was greater, it was better for the country. Of and course. I just pray for those days. It was great, but he was the guy, and I walked away, and, and, I, and I have actually, I just found Janice. I got to post them. I have not pictures of me. You can see me from behind, but me shaking hands with, with Nancy and Ronnie Reagan, which, which is just great. Just a thrill of my lifetime, you know? Oh, I'm sure. You must have so many stories like that, though. I mean. You know what? It was, well, working with, again, with meeting Mr. Sinatra, too, but I was just stunned. <laughs> I could never talk around him. I was so stunned around him, and he was great. He was always nice. Frank 
Frank Sinatra was great. But having to meet my heroes as a kid, Jerry Lewis was oh. great. And when Jerry Lewis hosted Saturday Night Live, and I heard that security told me downstairs when he was coming up for his initial, uh, you know, meet and greet to the cast of Saturday Night Live when we were going to, we booked Jerry Lewis. And I was in my office in the back of uh, the 17th floor of NBC and security said, Jerry's coming up. I got the word, Janice. I got the word. Oh. And, and, and I hear the elevator door open and I yell down the hall. We never <laughs> met him before. Jerry, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Lewis. And I hear Joe, <laughs> Joe Piscopo. <laughs> and we were best friends from oh, there on out. What a story. <laughs> My heroes, my heroes, you know, it was great. What a throwback, but also what a spectacular, magical time in Hollywood. It, you know, it really was, and it, it transcends to this day. If I meet, you know, and, and working with the great Eddie Murphy, I can't say enough about Eddie Murphy, how brilliant he is, how wonderful and warm and in the line of fire. When Don't forget, when we were on Saturday Night Live, and it just really transcends to today as well, but we did not have a delay. I know they had, the original had a mm. delay because Richard Pryor was on, and they didn't know what Richard was yeah. going to do, you know? So they I think they had a nine-second delay. I believe, I believe, I don't know for a fact, but I believe we did not have a delay now. I'm on and we you had a lot of people watching back then if yep. it was 10 to 20 million and 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 more so in the original but but I was on with Eddie live and anything could happen he 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 approached comedy with a reckless abandon and it just it, it, and it just rubbed off on everybody in the cast and we just had a great time and again you're right you're right when you look back it's a retro look back but it really transcends to the day of just having fun just laughing just cuz you can you don't you don't cut funny Remember that line? That was Joe Bologna's line in the one of my favorite films called My Favorite Year. Yes. When he played King Kaiser. And he goes, you know, you don't cut funny. Norman Steinberg wrote that line. And that, that's exactly what it is. And I think we need more of it today, Janice. Dean. I do. I do. We'll be back with more sunshine right after this. Did you always know that you were funny? No, you know, I was a, oh, please, in school, I was the worst. I was like a, I was just like a wise guy. And I, now I regret it. And every teacher I meet, I apologize to, Janice, you know? <laughs> Sorry, sorry, I was such a dopey dope in class. I just, it was for attention. Yeah. And then, and then the thing about, and I don't consider myself a comedian because Jerry Seinfeld is a comedian. Mm -hmm. You know, these guys, there's some great folks who are comedian. comedian. Rodney Dangerfield was the best. I'll Loved tell you, him. no respect at all. Rodney, <laughs> he was the guy. He was the guy. Hey, Joe, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> he would be at the clubs. I met Rodney. He was great, oh. you know. Hey, you're a good kid. You're a good kid. He was, he was just such a great influence. Was he really that I, way in real life? Really that way in real life. Oh, and he wow. was just like that. And, and he would say things and you'd look and you go, is he putting me on? And it's Rodney. And, and he was, but he was always so supportive. And we always, and I, I remember seeing him once in, in Venice. He was walking around and I said, I, and I happened to run into Rodney. I said, Rodney, I know Joe, how you doing? How you doing? You know, I always, oh, I always like that. Always, always up and everything and, and jumping. I said, what are you doing? He goes, I'm on a diet. I'm on a diet. I tell you, I can't take it. I'm on a diet. And I go, how long are you on the diet for? He goes, <laughs> Till sundown. Till sundown. He's like, he does the joke. You're still so good. You, yeah, I no. mean, how do you do that? Did you know at an early age you could do impersonations? Well, when Mr. Giamalvo, rest his soul, was my first impression. Thank you for asking. He was the guy who lived across. My father's best friend from Brooklyn. He was Sicilian American. Great guy. Great guy. And, and and he was like his bigger than life Italian. Eddie talked like 
this. And I would, and he would say, Joey. And, and we would go surfing at the time. And he would use the Brooklyn end of the word surfing. He would go, are you going surfing? You know, surfing. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that. And I would, and, and he had this great laugh. Ah, ah. Ah, ah, ah. Like that, he would live. So I would do that around the neighborhood. They loved it. So I guess I had a knack for it. But I remember when I was taking piano lessons in Bluefield, New Jersey, and my mother uh, made me take piano lessons. I wanted to play baseball. She said, you're taking piano lessons. God bless my mom. And, and she'll be listening now. So, so she, so she goes, we had to go to Mrs. Gimbel to take piano lessons and we had to do these recitals. And I remember we did one recital and our sketch was like, uh, it had a Mexican theme to it. And we had, um, you know, a lot of the, we had like there was like a fake donkey or something i guess whatever it was out, out, out and we were on we did our bit worked okay left the stage mrs gimble panics backstage and she says to me oh and i'm like seven okay yeah and she goes oh Oh, I said, what, what's the matter, Mrs. Gimble? She goes, I left the donkey on the stage like that. She So she left the prop on the stage, which didn't go along with the next act. So I go, I'll get it. So I walk out in front of a full crowd, and I do the Italian thing with the hands in front of my face. I go, hey, what are you doing to the donkey? It gets a big laugh, and it was hook, line, and sinker oh, right after that. What that, a moment. That was third grade. Third, third grade, whatever it was, you know? And uh, the crowd loved it. I go, oh, this is kind of cool, you know? So I don't know. It's just, you know, all I know is I'm grateful to, uh, my, my faith is stronger than ever, and I'm faithful to, and grateful to God for being able to do it every day, you know? Yeah. Just to go out there and just have fun with an audience was faith big in your family my mom and uh, to this day god bless her she um you know when i went to italy honestly we went to i went to visit Pietralcina, which is a town hometown of padre pio you know francesco forgione mm-hmm. who went on to, who built hospitals i always look at saints you know i'm a diehard yes. guilt-ridden church going <laughs> you know god fearing italian catholic i really am I, you know please yep. so and when i look at the saints i look at them on earth whether it's joseph or mary but uh, pio particularly built hospitals built schools really really conducted his his life the way we all should and i use that as a guiding light and my mother taught me to always mm. go to church have faith and and I, I you know it's it sticks to me to this day and i and i don't if you don't believe i love you anyway you know yeah. i don't really push my faith but stronger than ever i don't know if i i've always kind of been that way and always uh, oh and and did i not to make it a preachy if i made janice though and then You're but never it's like preachy. you always you, well, you always want to see people say, oh, you know, you pray and then if something's wrong or something and, you know, and I think you're the same way. You got to remember to do one thing to say thank you yeah. when you're doing okay. And that's the one thing I, you know, because humility is a he who humbles himself is exalted. And I always try to, and believe me, I've had times in my life where I made dumb moves, dumb mistakes. And I look back to this day, I shake my head and go, what was I thinking? But I always try to, you know, not to be dramatic, but you try to drop to your knees. And I do when I go to church and I go, you know what? Thanks. Thanks. You know, and uh, doing the best that I can. It's just something that I really embrace. And you are an inspiration in that regard after all that you went through we love having you on the radio show your 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 bright and sunny disposition is is one thing but that positive energy and you're right when you see the people and you're outside of fox studios that is so inspiring on television everybody's why are they so negative everybody else is so negative they always harp on that no take the high road because i i really think the good will prevail i think you're right you know i you talk about piano Mm, lessons i'm so glad you said that because both my 
boys take piano. And they, Uh-oh. I mean, they're musicians more than they are sports people. And my husband and I are like, oh, yeah. which should we have? They don't love the sports. Is it okay that they play the piano instead of doing sports? Absolutely. Absolutely. My son, Michael, if I can, my son, Michael, he it was a natural athlete. Uh, everything that I, I tried to do in baseball, this kid ex- executed flawlessly. He's a lefty. He a left-handed quarterback. And when he was young in elementary school, middle, middle school, Mikey would crush it on the field. Everybody started looking at him. Then I introduced him to the guitar. Well, that's what he wants. He embraced oh. the guitar. He would embrace Stevie Ray Vaughan. He loves Jimi Hendrix. He knows everything about every every guitar art. And he, by the grace of God, he is such a talented kid. He gets like half a million hits on TikTok and YouTube, this kid. I'm telling you. And now I bring him on stage with me. Music is And you know what? He And he's not getting banged around on a football field, Janice. Yes. You know? What am I going to tell you? No, you know what it's I mean? true. And so... And so it's a great outlet. And I pray to God, thank you for introducing Michael to music. It's a great outlet. And I bring him on stage. This weekend I'm playing. I play every weekend. We go out. We do the show. We invite everybody to come down. And I put Michael front and center now. And one day he's gonna. it's going to be Michael Piscopo, Joe Who, and this kid's going to be the star. You know, and I'm going to be very, very happy. I'll be the manager. I'll get a cigar. Yeah, I'll be the manager. <laughs> you know, you're on in 10 minutes, kid. You know? I love that you're in touch with your family and it's always a family affair yeah i uh, very close and uh went through tough times made uh, mistakes and you know went through uh you know divorces and things like that and i just uh you know at the time it's and if someone's listening you just think um this is the beauty for me to, of getting older because you see, have a great um uh wisdom you have great wisdom and an overview of your mistakes so you could say so that you can get out of it and by again i just stayed so close to my kids over the last 20 years because my 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 old his son is on his way. He's he's older and doing great. God bless him, my Joey. But but my daughter is 23, and I have three children that I kind of the last 20 years dedicated to, mm. and I don't and and it, that is the legacy, yes. and that is why I think we're put on this earth. And I know what a good parent you are with your husband, and we appreciate his service, by the way, in in the fire department. My goodness gracious, the, those are the heroes of the 21st century, really. So so the kids see that, and and the legacy that we leave for them is the most important of all they think janice it's true what do you do outside of you know what you're doing now what do you love to do you know what are your hobbies what do you enjoy doing the most you know it's the music yeah. that I, uh, I it's the music so like just today uh, w- what i have to do is i have to i rehearse for my shows and i love it and i play the drums with the band and i'll play i'll pick the guitar up with the band and now you're gonna you're gonna crack up because now i'm going i'm gonna i have like a singing group kind of uh and they're from this uh, harlem group called the ron grant band and they're going to be singing behind me on stage and i'm so excited that so we're adding to it and that is my release i find the music the live show you know because um radio is you know we're up so early uh, in the morning and you're doing television which is even earlier janice and but i really i the, the what the joy is being with my children and when i could bring my children with music on stage that is that's that's how i relax that's my throat i took my girls to uh and joey my big boy we were in italy together the kids it was in i when i took my 
my kids through St. Peter's Basilica mm. and you feel, to, for me, it's the glory of God. But if you look at and you walk through and you just see the, the, the incredible, uh, you could, the feeling that you walk into that just beautiful, just art, 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 artistically alone, what they accomplished back then. I'm like, I'm watching my children experience that, but that, that's how I really uh, know that I'm having a good time. And that's what I love best. And what do you give when you give advice to, to kids that want to get into show business or want to do something? Yeah. Yeah. What do you say? Yeah. Don't go in to be a star yeah. because this is, I, mean, I feel we know each other well enough. I can mm-hmm. be so honest with you. When I went in, I just wanted, I went to the comedy clubs in the late seventies. I know it was, and I just wanted to work. That's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to work. So I go on at the improvisation. I went in, oh my goodness gracious. I went, we lined, it was audition night. It was when comedy was rock and roll and it was just catching on and Robin Williams was breaking oh, and Pryor man. was breaking and Rodney was out there and i'm going i want this is, i just want to get noticed on stage so i could be what a working actor that's all i wanted to be i wanted to be the utility guy i wanted to be virtually what i am now just a, a blue collar working entertainer so so but i this is so funny i i said okay i'm gonna go to the comedy club i'm gonna go to the improvisation 44th and 9th hell's kitchen in new york yes. you know which was very day even more dangerous than it is nowadays so i go in and i said let me do audition night and i went in and i drove in and i came down uh, Eighth Avenue, and Jen, I drove down Ninth Avenue where where the improv was. I looked, Janice. There must have been four hundred people standing outside waiting to get in. And I looked, and I just went straight right back into the Lincoln Tunnel, went back home to Jersey. <laughs> I totally chickened out. Totally chickened <laughs> out. You know, I did. I, I can't do this. I can't do this. But then you did the it. Then we used to have to. We used to have to come in at 12 noon, 12 noon, and Jerry was there, Seinfeld was there, Larry David was there, and we were all trying to break in, and we had to get there early to get the good numbers, so, and then we would trade off numbers, at 8.30 they would open the door, for eight hours, everybody stayed in my car, because I was the only guy with a car from Jersey, you know, (laughs) and the wind was whipping up from the Hudson River, up 44th, I don't know how we did it, but we did it, and all I wanted to do was to work, and sure enough, uh, 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 by the grace of God, certainly people noticed and they said, and I started doing commercials and I started just doing like commercials, like for, for Dr. Pepper, you know, I'm a pepper. He's a pepper. We're a pepper. She's a pepper. Wouldn't you like to be a pepper? Dude? And I, and I, I did beer commercials. I did Buick commercials. You know, I remember the lines. You can get better gas mileage from this full size Buick Sabre than from this VW rabbit. And you know, and you're at home going, right, Joe, got it. But to this day, we're doing the relief factor ads. I love doing commercials, but I just want to work so when people go oh i want to be a star no you'll be miserable because I, I, you want to just go in for the journey yeah. the journey should be enjoyable that's right yeah what you got to dig what you're doing you got to that's what you don't if you look oh i want to be like so you're going to be miserable the thrill for me one of the greatest thrills of all was having the honor of working with a young comic named Eddie Murphy. Mm. The, this kid, when he, that meteoric rise, we were as close as close could be. We were brothers. And to watch the meteoric rise was so much fun. Janice, I don't know if I'd want that. The pressure on, on Eddie, 
I could remember the pressure and all that. If things change, your life changes. You know, you, you got to go in. And, and Eddie handled it, I'm telling you, brilliantly for a young guy to have that such success early on. But if you, if you just go in just to work and enjoy the process, that's what I always tell. I tell Mikey, I said, Mikey, you got a, a God-given talent, but just go and just dig what you're doing. Yes. And, and and the rest will come along with it. I really I really believe that, you and know? I think you're a good person, so people automatically want to help you. That's what, if you're a genuinely yeah, a good person yeah. and you treat people the way you want to be treated, that comes yeah. back to you. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I think so. And I, and I can't emphasize enough. And that's what the mantra is of, ra- of the radio show every day. That's why we always, and uh, forgive us for, for always bothering, calling Janice Dean. Get Janice on the show. because we get, We'll have you on as much, as much as we can because you're so positive. It's like, let's talk about, even like, you're right. And when you do, and I'm watching, and, and, and I see the storms sweeping up from the south, and you have to, you know, be nice about it, be friendly about it, be happy about it, but yet still get the information. Information now that is a gift, Janestine. It really is that you have, and and with the way you're sticking up for people who have some tough times with the tough times that you went through, that is inspiring. And that and you know what? I didn't get it when I was younger. I'll tell you that right now. I, I didn't get it as as I uh, get older, older. I just I say, hey man, I I am just grateful to be here, and we just try to stay positive. And when I go out and I do the charity, whether it's in Philadelphia, whether I'm on Long Island, whether I'm in Seattle, wherever I am, I, people work such a good people and i i will end up you know i every morning saying don't you know what i say when i open my radio show i I go like that i go it's not you it's not you we're gonna be okay everything's gonna be okay don't listen to what you're what you're saying and and a shout out to to your friends at fox news for doing a great job because they allow me to talk my mind to, to talk my opinion you know we did a whole documentary on fox nation about uh columbus and uh it's an objective overview written by some young producers and young writers at fox and they and we appreciate that because you want i love when like uh ainsley was at a uh a college today uh, she yes. did a, a today uh, talking um, to parents and i thought wasn't that great yes and it was a great college that uh, talked about maybe religion i just love that you take that it's okay to take that road and i think we need it more and you know what janice dean i think we're making headway i really do i think people are going to come around to our way of thinking i hope so mm-hmm. just stay positive just like joe piscopo Try <laughs> Piscopo positivity. That's right. Uh, There's you. the T-shirt. Yeah, but ja- <laughs> but Janice Dean wrote the book. You wrote the book. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I, to be continued because I want to talk to you more, and I will come on your program any day of the week, my friend. Um, and I'm here for you anytime, Janice. God bless you. All that you're doing, all the way you handle things. Uh, when when I, I'm reading your tweets or your or you're on TV, God bless you. It's so important. And and I'm telling you, I and I, I come from a snarky business. I come from the world of comedy and from SNL and and from you know from Los Angeles. And a lot of it gets snarky and they get skeptical. I, I put it all aside and I said, all right, because to make the journey into radio, to jump on with Salem Media and to be a quote unquote conservative talk show host. You know, oh my gosh, I'm good. I, I'm just a. I love this country, heart and soul. I love people, and but on Salem, I'm allowed to say we're one nation under God, yes. and we talk about a variety of things. I'm allowed to at least not be not be shut down like you see so much today. So that is a joy, and and this new journey for me, and looking to you as an inspiration is something I absolutely embrace. So uh, I can't wait to talk to you again, and I'm here for you, and thank you for always being there for all of us, Janice Dean. Oh, I love you. Well, we're going to Italy. 
<laughs> I would come out, Mom. I am got that down. I'm going to call on Steve it. Perillo right now. Italy. Italy is it. Italy. Or, or they say in Jersey, Italy. Italy. That's it. Yeah, Italy. <laughs> I love you, my friend. <laughs> I love you back, Janice D. God bless you. And I can't wait to see you soon. God bless you, too. Thank you so much, Joe, for taking time out of your busy day to come on the Janice Dean podcast. What a wonderful, kind person he is. And I've met him many times. He's just as humble and fabulous in person as he is on the stage, the TV and through the radio. You can tune into his radio program Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern on 970 a.m. The Answer. Thank you to all of my listeners. If you have someone you think should make the Dean's List, let me know at Janice Dean on Twitter or Janice Dean FNC on Instagram. Or you can rate this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or at foxnewspodcast.com. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.